0: Good afternoon everybody or morning or evening, whenever you're listening to this. I'm your host, Natalie Baugh, and this is It's All Light. Today we have a special guest and one of my favorite coworkers I've ever had, Mr. Jeff Johnson. Say hello, Jeff. Hello, hello. Yeah, so Jeff and I worked at a company called Pupford together. He does videography and photography, which hint we'll talk about that later on in this episode. But Jeff is just one of the best guys I know. He was so fun to work with and just chat about life with so i'm happy to have jeff here to share his passions jeff tell us a little bit about yourself
1: well thank you first of all that's really really (laughs) generous um a little bit about me i uh have always done videography since i was like 13 with my buddy Um, my best buddy and i made really embarrassing comedy comedy sketches (laughs) when we were young and then it just kind of turned into a career um Nothing. Uh, I don't know. I play some guitar. I play a lot of video games. I really like video games. I'm making a video game right now. No
0: way! That's and, awesome.
1: And the new side hustle, which is a lot of fun. But uh, I also wrote a feature film script. But I have no idea how to be able uh, how to produce it because when you uh, yeah, producing and writing is very different. So yeah.
0: But you wrote the script for the feature film. You wrote it though. Yeah. yeah. It's well, all you, done. You've sh- you shared a little bit about this with me when we worked together, but. Yeah. Jeff is a very talented videographer and storyteller, and that's what he lights up about, videography, photography, and storytelling. So I'm so excited we get to dive in, but before we do that, let's get to know Jeff a little bit better. So he's from Woods Cross, Utah. His favorite food is a solid, medium-rare steak. And mm-hmm. fun fact is, he has <laughs> three-fourths of a finger because he cut it off. Yep. <laughs> the nub. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. It's more like seven minutes.
0: I'm laughing because one time Jeff posted on his Instagram story um his nail growing and he's like, should I keep it growing? I don't know. It was just so funny. Also, yeah, just yeah. just um before we dive into what Jeff's passionate about, Jeff was my favorite coworker to share my dating life with. So Jeff is married, has the cutest wife. So I would go to him for dating advice and I would talk about my ex and he would he would like spin in his swivel chair and be like, Natalie, yeah. we hate him. <laughs> And just help me not think about my ex, which was so helpful. And he would approve of guys. I'd have them come to lunch, come bring me lunch, and he'd be there, and he'd he'd give them the rundown. Anyway, so it was just super fun to have that support of a friend at work, and then just continue to be friends. So thanks, Jeff, for for everything. And we gotcha. we made some fun videos at Pupford. If you go on YouTube, you'll see me and Jeff in some some fun videos. <laughs> hey. well, it, it made it made work so much fun. So. Now, yeah. we're here, and we're going to talk about filmmaking and storytelling. Oh, wait, there was one more question to get to know Jeff, and it's with the exciting snow in the air, winter's coming, Jeff is a big skier, and I asked him to think of a funny ski story, so let's hear it, Jeff.
1: Oh, I think, so this was my first year skiing last season, and I'm, I, I figured out how to do most Black Diamonds and by the end of the season. Impressive. Thank you. I, I was really proud of myself. And uh, basically, by the end of the season, I, we were at Snowbird and I was trying to learn moguls. And I absolutely, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't, like, moguls are the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was going like one mile an hour, just, I was going down one. And then I would just go, turn around, go down the other, turn around, go, like, and I, w- I would stop at every single one. And then I'd usually fall as well. And there was just this guy that came up to me and he stopped and he was just like, why are you here?
0: What oh, you no me? way.
1: And I was like, I'm, 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 I don't know what I'm doing, man. Like, <laughs> me. And then I think he, uh, yeah, he just got really frustrated oh. and left.
0: <laughs> some, some skiers can be a some little skier. snobby, but honestly,
1: it was, it was it's, fun, everyone's man. just out
0: there, out there to have fun. Moguls yeah. are hard, though. Like, it's taken me. 20 years to figure out them. But
1: they're, I don't, I, I, yeah, I got to see a ski pass this season again. And I, I, I'm worried. Wait, that's it.
0: impressive. That was only your first year. I forgot about that. I've been skiing my whole life and there's still so many things that I can't do that well. But I haven't bought a pass yet, but I'm so excited to get up there and praying for powder. Do it. Ooh, ooh. Do it. Okay. Now back to, back to what this podcast is all about. It's what Jeff lights up about. Jeff, so you said you've been into photo. Fo- Photography and videography since your childhood. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Um, yeah, I think video. So my best buddy Cameron and I, we we really connected through video, um, making just whatever. I don't know. YouTube in 2012, 2010 was just, those were different ages,
0: <laughs> for real um, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so we just made really weird stuff. But eventually, I remember in high school, like just sitting there and just writing a short film and I, I never even made it, you know, but just sitting there and just writing, it was like, it, it was like my outlet, you know, it, it was just a lot of fun to be able to, uh, to sit there and like create a, create a story that might be able to impact someone's life. Yeah. Know? Cause I watched Ooh, a lot of movies that, that like, yeah, I, I just watched a lot of movies that really like changed how I think of things. You know, like Emily and I just watched a movie this weekend that uh, that I just it's like opened our eyes to another, uh, to a whole, whole other perspective. What was know? it called? It's called soft and quiet, hmm. but it's it's a really it's an intense movie, and it's very. I thought it was going to be like way too political, because for example, one of the, in one of the scenes, uh, like a girl a girl flashes like a Hitler, like a hell Hitler sign, you know. Hmm. And then the, another character starts laughing, and it was like, oh, you're so bad. You're so bad. And then she does it herself, you know? And then other, the, the group that they're with is joking around. And it was just kind of interesting because it's like they do it in a way that portrays it to be like not, uh, like, the audience sees it, and it's like, it's not funny, you know? Mm. Kind
0: of interesting. And I remember in middle
1: school, I used to do that so every now and then because I thought it was funny, you know? Yeah. But thinking back on it, I was like, you know, honestly, like, six million Jewish people died like because of that sign you know like Mm -hmm. we really shouldn't be joking about that i don't know i I just think stuff like that is really impactful Mm. and so
0: yeah it really does give you new perspectives for sure yeah i love that that i I think i see your passion of like how powerful these like movies can be in a storytelling sense because That's what people love. People love stories, whether it's in a conference talk, church talk, or just interacting with people or connecting with people. It's it's all based from stories like you connect with someone when they share part of their story with you. And when you create a story to teach someone, Jesus taught in stories, parables, and it just is easier for our minds to understand stories. And I forgot who I was talking to. Sorry to cut you off. I, I just have so many random thoughts. But someone was telling me how like in life, like we love watching movies with surprises in them or like turns or plot twists, you know, like we love watching stuff like that. But like in our own lives, when something is a surprise or changing, it's so much harder to understand. Yet we love watching that. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting thing I learned about videography and photography and videos. But yeah,
1: definitely.
0: What other thoughts are in your head right now, Jeff, about this?
1: Well, I, the other thing is I also just love the challenge of it. Hmm. A lot of the videos that we made up for was, it was really hard because we're given the small room, a cheap <laughs> camera, and a deadline of like a day or two. You know? <laughs> and so yep. and like enough, not a lot of things to go off of, you know what I mean? And it was fun because it, it's just like, I don't know, I really like the challenge of it. It's uh, it, it can get very difficult because, I mean, to make a good movie – uh it it costs millions of dollars you know Mm -hmm. like an hour and a half long feature but yeah it's it's fun to see what you can create with such a small budget though
0: yeah Um, oh yeah i i was impressed with all the videos that you did and came up with and i was looking on youtube a few weeks ago just reminiscing there was some good times um while we're talking about movies though what are some of your favorite movies or you feel like top produced well-produced movies?
1: I actually have them. They're check this out. I'll show you. They're they're all hung up. Oh, oh hung nice.
0: Up here. Yep. I remember you telling me about every one of yeah. these. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nice. They're, uh The one one of them, but I think my favorite movie of all time is called Whiplash. I don't know if you would like it though, Natalie. It's very. Popular.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe not. It's, but
1: it's, I don't uh, know. Maybe yeah. I'll
0: put it on VidAngel or something. <laughs>
1: It's not even worth it. bidding. <laughs> so it would you're just you're be like, like ah, one word. Good. Yeah, You'd hear, it's it's very like it it swears quite a bit, but the story okay. is amazing, and it was done. It was Damien Chazelle's first movie. Um, he how he did it was he submitted a film to to Sundance, uh, a short film to Sundance, and then he got approved for a three million dollar budget to film Whiplash, and then the, his second film was La La Land, which won. It's tied for the most amount of Academy Awards.
0: And for those listening, that was the second poster on as well. So we had, is it Quiplash yeah. or Whiplash? Whiplash.
1: Wh- Whiplash is the first Quip- movie. Quiplash. And... <laughs> Quiplash, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then La La Land, which, why yeah. do you love that one? Because I, I do love that one.
1: I mean, that one, that, I really like it because, like, I mean, there's a, a lot of reasons. The cinematography is great. The acting is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The storylines amazing because it doesn't end in like a stereotypical half i know know? i
0: didn't know if i liked it liked the ending or hated it i was had mixed feelings because i'm a very romanticist fantastic i don't know if that's a word fantasizing movie watcher so i love the ones that are i mean chick flicks and things that work out but yeah and what was the third one on the wall uh first man first man is that by the same director as the other two
1: yeah it's damien chazelle damien chazelle He's uh which is is a movie just about Neil Armstrong.
0: Oh, that sounds good. I think I would like that. It's I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah.
1: And I think that's what is really cool about it because he's he just started making a making a short film, submitted to a s to a festival, and then he just got approved to make a story about the first guy that walked on the moon, which is and tell it in a way that he wants to tell cool. it. And he just did a phenomenal job.
0: Yeah. Oh that which, is so cool. Can I mean can we know what your feature film you wrote is about?
1: Yeah, it's it's not as impactful, um, and it's kind of hard to explain because it's. It, I really like indie films, like Wes Anderson is really good, just like weird, weird indie films that just like. Uh, what
0: has Wes Anderson done?
1: Uh, Budapest Hotel, Grand Budapest Hotel.
0: Oh, I've uh, been wanting to watch that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one's really good. On my mind's blanking, but. <laughs> other really good ones. He has he has a very unique style. But yeah, my my feature is basically about uh a guy in a slam poetry club and he meets a girl his uncle his uncle is an author that's really famous in just a small town that they're in. And then the girl meets uh his name is Noah at the slam poetry club. She uh, she ends up like falling in love with him. the The reason that he was able to get her to even hang out with him was because of his uncle, because she knew who his uncle was. They get really close, and then at the end, like in the middle of the crazy, or sorry, in the middle of the movie, he realizes that she's just like kind of like just not his type whatsoever. She's just she's just insane, you know. <laughs> and it's it's like a it's like a rom-com goes south.
0: Oh, so, that actually would be very intriguing. I'd be interested.
1: I think, yeah. I think it would well, be if you
0: need a leading lady, I do some acting.
1: <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Very poorly.
0: Uh, I do. But I think yeah. it's so fun to be in front of her camera. I mean, hence part of the, the reason I do this podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's my ego or it, it's just fun. I don't know. I grew yeah. up doing plays and musicals and stuff like that. So I think it stems from that, too. No,
1: it's, it's totally but, fun. I, I stream. You know, on Twitch a lot. Oh, yeah. I, so, don't, I don't even want to do it for fame, but I just like talking to people.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I should have had you meet George. George is the one who helps set up this, this podcast for me. He streams yeah. on Twitch and is like top 10. So, like, you, you two would his, totally get along. I want to, I want to, you should send yeah. me his link to his Twitch. Oh, I for sure will. I forgot about that connection that you both have. So, anyways, yeah. that's fun that you're passionate about video games. I remember that. And you said you're animating for a video game right now.
1: Well, I'm actually. So like three weeks ago, I've been no lifeing this, Natalie. Like I've been no lifeing. I, I, what does no lifeing time,
0: mean? <laughs> like I mean, you don't have a life.
1: All has to this. Like wow. all of my spare time, I've I've been like staying up till two a.m. making oh. a video game. Wow. So I I learned like a game development software, and I think this comes from the storytelling aspect because with a film you need a large budget with a but with a video game you if you it just takes a lot of time and, and knowledge. Mm. So. This-
0: it's cool learning about Thanks. people's passions regarding video games, because that is just not something I'm familiar with, but yeah. tell, tell us a little bit more about it.
1: I mean, well, gaming is honestly, in my opinion, I mean, I grew up playing games all the time too, but it's also just, it depends on which game, obviously, because there's games where you just shoot people in the head, and <laughs> it's like candy, you know, which I also love, <laughs> but um, I I mean, like, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina Arca-, Ar- uh, of Time, like phenomenal storyline you know hmm. uh, game of I mean, thrones there's... isn't
0: game of thrones a video game before a show i don't even know
1: was it i think i think you might be thinking of the witcher i, I wish uh, game i of know was a book before i've like
0: played show. halo once but my version of a video game is super smash bros and the old yeah. n- the old nintendo mario party
1: yeah. and Mar- mario kart <laughs> i love them i love them i love them yeah, oh, but cool. no, there's just been a lot of video games that have been like... I think Portal 2 was a really, really good one, too. Mm. I like it because it's like a story that you interact with, you know? Mm. Which, is, which is fun. I don't know. Well, this is cool. Busting.
0: So what's the expected timeline on this? Are you just working on it until you help? So Dad.
1: I, I want to have it on Steam in five months is the goal. Which Steam. Steam, like, Steam is... Uh, it's like how... The number one most uh, best way to, like, distribute video games on PC. Oh, cool. Steam. Instead of the GameStop, you just go to Steam, you know.
0: Mm. This kind of reminds me of Free Guy. Did you like that movie? What are your thoughts on that movie?
1: <laughs> that movie was funny. I liked I, it.
0: Okay, good, because I like that one, too. And I always like to verify that the movies I like from, like, a film perspective are good, too.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I thought fun. that was pretty fun. And Ready Player One, too. That one was super interesting. Oh, good. About I VR, yeah. I have it, and I've only seen it once, but I'm I'm wanting to watch it again. Virtual it's reality cool. is super fun sometimes too. Yeah, I yeah. almost broke my uncle's though because it was like a a game where you're like in this canyon and there's these spiders, and I hate spiders. But I was like, I'm gonna try it, and then like the spider comes at me, and I like don't know what I did. I think I like tried to throw the mask off and almost broke it. But yeah, <laughs> it is. It's amazing how like it puts you in that situation. But I love that. I never really thought about Zelda or video games like that having like a storyline, but I think that's cool. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons too. Like I wrote a paper on it and then my friend just like threw me in and I played it one time, but it was so fun because it is a storyline and it's a storyline that you're like a part of through chance. And I think more people would love it if they tried it. And if it didn't have these crazy stigmas, there's also a Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out, which is going to be interesting, but. Sorry, what are your thoughts, Jeff? Let's hear more from you.
1: <laughs> oh no, you're good. Sorry, I, I, this is something that I have a ton to say about. You Let's know. hear it.
0: It's,
1: I mean, because video games, like I told, I remember telling a couple of my really good friends that I was going to stream a few years ago, and I, I feel like gaming really just does, does have just like a really bad stigma. But like, if you play, I don't know, there are there's definitely games that deserve the bad stigma though. Like, don't get me wrong, and but like. It really is like something that's given a lot of people a very big, like a, a large outlet. You know, hmm. like it, it's it's instead if people don't like reading books and playing, uh, and they like video games. I feel like it's the same thing. I mean, obviously not. Like it doesn't, <laughs> but like you're still getting like an impact an impactful story at the end of the day. You know,
0: hmm. I like this perspective. Get,
1: people get like very frustrated with video games. Because I've heard, like, the number one most insane reason to me, people always say, like, the, the people that I, that I uh, was telling that I was going to start streaming, they were just like, dude, like, why don't you just do something more productive with your time? Like, what, what, mm. what Like, why don't you just, like, why don't you do something that's, like, worthwhile? And Aww. this came from a person that sat in their room and watched eight hours of Netflix a day. You know? <laughs> you're like, like you're one to talk. <laughs> it, like, it, of course it's a waste of time. But like, it's an enjoy like as long as you're enjoying it. I don't think it's a waste of time. I think it's that's just, true. Yeah. I think it's more productive than watching TV, in my opinion. Because you're, you're like, just, like
0: doing something, you're engaging. Yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of people play video games to connect with their friends, or you can do it yeah. if your friends live out of state. Like, I think there's there is more good, and I think it could have a better stigma for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. So but give I mean, it. It's chill. Okay.
0: Oh, go <laughs> ahead. It's you said it's chill. I don't care. Yeah. So I'm curious more. Tell us a little bit more about why storytelling is so important. And if you have an example of like one of these video game stories or or like what in a storyline is so important.
1: I mean, you you said earlier, like even even Jesus taught in parables, you know, Mm -hmm. I I really think that like I, I. Life is kind of monkey see monkey do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you see somebody do something, and you're like, I wonder how to do that, and I, I wonder how, how somebody does that, and then you just watch. I don't know if if you can watch it. Typically, unless if it's like skill based, then you can do it. You know, mm. and you're, I think you you live
0: that for sure. I like I, I would, me and Jeff would take work breaks and play chess, and he just like all of a sudden was like, I want to get better at chess, and he would just play it. We'd also do typing tests with little race cars yeah. online. But yeah, I don't know, I feel like you're a your go-getter Keep going, you
1: had Thanks. some more thoughts it. No, but I just like, I don't know I think like uh, I think storytelling is like a way to Really um, Learn from somebody else's experiences You know It's a, it's a way to learn just like an impactful um, Thought which, yeah. is, which I just think is fun
0: You can resonate with it more
1: Yeah, definitely
0: Oh, I love that. So sure. what
1: makes a good story? It's a good question. I don't know. That's a – I feel like there's a lot of answers to that. But I would say a big one is just the moral, right, at the end. Because, like you said, you didn't like the moral of Lala La Land, that life moves on and you want eternal oh, love to be oh. the same, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I did like it and I think yeah, I didn't right, like it because it is true it's reality right. and like not all relationships or people you love will work out you and know that's why I
1: liked it you know the moral and, of the story was great
0: and the more we talk about it I think we need more like that honestly yep. my dad yep. always accuses me of being like life's not a movie Natalie and I'm like well it can be <laughs> because I'm like <laughs> always wanting these romanticizing moments or and he's like, Your expectations are way too high because you watch too many movies, Nat. And I'm like, okay, maybe that is true. But I'm like, maybe I need to watch different movies that are like La La Land that show you that show you life as it is in a sense. (laughs) Jeff, did you ever see that movie on Netflix? It was like a movie that played this girl's life in two ways. It was like going back and forth between if she had gone one way or if she had gone the other way and they play both sides of the movie at the same time. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you would like it because I thought they did a really good job at telling the story. But at the end, Uh you see her kind of end up in the same place. And like she learned whatever lessons she needed to learn, regardless of the life choices that she made. Like it was really cool to see those side by side. And it kind of reminded me like, you know what, like whether I take this job or this job, like my I'll learn the lessons I need to learn regardless of the situations I am put in. And then at the yeah. in the end, there will still be the same moral, and I'll still become who I need to be. I don't know. I th- I think that's yeah. cool that when you view your life as a story, you start to like piece things together a little bit better and accept reality, which is something I struggle with.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. No, I feel you. Yeah. I, I I mean, I don't think, I don't think that's a bad thing though, because reality is ugly.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, I know, hard truth, but. I don't know yeah. I feel like once you finally accept reality then life just becomes so much better what do you think
1: yeah I feel that definitely
0: so what's your favorite part in stories or in one of these movies by yeah da- what's his name Damien Chazelle,
1: Damien Chazelle? Yeah. yeah
0: like what's a favorite part of like how he tells a story that you like and you could tell us more about
1: um Whiplash for example I I really like it I mean it's I think I might just like extreme situations. Because mm. <laughs> mm. Booklash is pretty extreme. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think. I think um, my favorite part is. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know, Natalie.
0: Okay, maybe I can. Maybe we can circle back to that question. Yeah, that sounds good. But another question, why should people care about this? Like, what is a takeaway listeners can, can ponder? And th- I think even just thinking about stories in general is helpful. But what would you say from your passion and sharing it? What would people know, should know?
1: Um, I don't know. I would say anybody can appreciate a story and everybody should, you know, and everybody can make stories as well. Yeah, I, I I think like the biggest thing is just creating. Ooh, I think everybody yes. likes to be creative, you know. Yes, everybody, I
0: love creating.
1: Yeah, everybody and everybody likes it, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's no like, that's the it's like one of the I don't know it's like one of the reasons we're here is to create things, you know. Amen. And, and make things happen. And if you don't create stuff your whole life, then I mean, in my opinion, what kind of life are you living, man? Create something, you know.
0: Yeah. Create the life you want and keep yeah. creating. I think people sometimes think of, oh, I'm not creative because they're thinking of Pinterest do-it-yourself projects, but...
1: Dude, I am not an artist. I, I straight <laughs> up am awful. Like, you tell me to draw a stick figure, I can barely do that, right? <laughs> you
0: know yeah you can animate and design amazing yeah. graphics it's, it's
1: even even them, i can't design anything i can't i'm i don't know that's not
0: true but it, it, i don't know i feel like even being creative like a finance a finance guy can be creative in totally. designing a spreadsheet or yeah. an architect is an artist too but i don't know like i feel like every profession is creative my dad once. Yeah. so my dad's a dentist and he once was like dentistry is an art and i was like oh that's kind of cool like use special instruments and you configure things and and you're creating this this thing in people's mouths so to speak or creating ways to make teeth come together or so on and so forth i i really don't know much about that but i don't know why do you think it's important for people to be creative jeff what does that do for you
1: i think if you're not creative or creating things i just feel like you I don't know. That's a good, I just feel like I can't imagine my life if I didn't try to create things. Mm. I feel like I would just be like this depressed, bored guy in a bedroom, <laughs> nothing my whole life, you know? Like, I just feel like uh, it's important because you can impact somebody's life and you can be impacted, you know? Yeah. And I think that's all there is to it.
0: So, like, do you feel like the more creative you are, you said to be impacted by, do you feel like the more creative you are, the more you can recognize the impact others are having on you?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. Definitely.
0: And why do you think it works that way?
1: Hmm. I mean, I I think that you just like learn through the process and learn through other people's thoughts, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like uh, when you create something and people enjoy it, it's like, it can, it, it can like really just change your perspective on people in general or something. I don't know. It's a good hmm. question. But.
0: Well, and you can tap into why different people think the way they do or how they view things. I think sometimes yeah. talking about movies is really fun too and be like, oh, yeah, what did you think about this? And then you can see how they viewed it because we all watch and take in media with our lens of our background how we were raised how we view the world and so everyone is viewing things differently so when we when we kind of get behind the purpose of things I feel like then we view them as they are meant to be viewed in a sense in their authentic way I don't know this is these are you were sparking some interesting thoughts in my head that I've never really tapped into with storytelling and movies yeah Hmm. so what? So when you cre- when you create a video, Jeff, what is your favorite part of that process?
1: Well, I think it depends on the video that I'm creating.
0: <laughs> I like how you um, said it's a problem, though, or like it's fun to to try new things and solve a problem. But what else? Yeah.
1: Um, let's see. I think my favorite thing about creating videos is like, I I just I really enjoy the process mm-hmm. most, like just the overall. I I like the brainstorming phase where you just decide, like, what what video am I going to make and what what do I want people to make, like, get out of it at the end?
0: Yeah. I think that's my favorite part.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, Shooting is is fun. It just depends on the video, though. I don't know. I shot this watch. Did you see the watch commercial? Yeah,
0: that was awesome. I'll put the link in the show notes, guys. It was way cool. Oh,
1: shucks. Thanks. I also Um,
0: loved your dancing video that you recorded two people dancing. It was really beautiful.
1: Yeah, that one was fun, too. Yeah, see, I don't know. I think it just kinda of depends. Because the watch commercial was like there was a lot of brainstorming and like uh thought that went into how that would play out. Mm-hmm. And then the dancing video was fun because it was just like they already had it figured out. I just got to go and just like gotta film
0: them. Yeah. yeah. You were good at documentaries too. He's done a handful of those
1: oh. as well. Thanks.
0: And what's your <laughs> film company called? He has his own film company.
1: Oh, The Reef. The, the Reef, Reef Productions.
0: The Reef Productions. Yeah. So if you need videos. Jeff's your guy honestly. Yeah. He's he's self-taught and I mean like you said he's been doing this since he was little and I love that your passion has grown and it has grown into your career because when yeah. you're when you love what you do for work it just makes your life so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, this was really cool. Um <laughs> and in your form you filled it. out you mentioned that there's problems with corporate videography. Do you have any thoughts on that before we Go back to our uplifting takeaway.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's just really fun to be able to like be creative and tell a story. You know, I I think that's where my passion lies. And I think that's where a lot of creators' passion lie. Yeah. And I think corporate has always has like a sales mindset, you know, Mm. get get as much done as you can for such little money as in in such little time as possible. And I think being creative takes time and is a process, you know. Yeah. so people expect you to make a Hollywood movie overnight
0: yeah well you look at our world the world uh, is video now tiktok reels youtube shorts i've discovered like it's all video every commercial is now in a real tiktok form and like you said i think some tiktokers don't get enough credit for how much time and work they put into making their videos like i i've only made a few tiktoks and it's really hard and they put in tons of time and effort and do cool effects and they're creating and they're creating mostly good content (laughs) but I don't know it's just really cool to see people tap into their creativity and I think in one of my other podcasts someone talked about just focusing on the good versus the bad in the world oh it was in the my chat with Nat episode about like these life lessons and it was find the good in the world so you know everyone's bashing on how much time TikTok takes away from their lives and it's bad for you and social media is bad for you and I agree to that but at the same time if you look for the good it's good that these people are becoming so creative and they're getting off their couch and they're dancing or they're making special effects so it's it is really cool to view that in a more positive light so I feel like that's my takeaway like see a Mm -hmm. new perspective in the video video game world in the movie world And focus on the storytelling aspect and the impact it's having in your life, whether that's getting rid of bad media that's impacting you and putting in better media. But then also, I love that in your form, Jeff, you said just do stuff you're passionate about. You've been doing this your whole life and you have fun with it and you've made something out of it and you're continuing to learn and grow and you are not afraid to do new things. So that's my takeaway from today. Do you have any last thoughts, Jeff?
1: I, I don't think so. I I think this podcast is awesome. I love thanks.
0: it. It's so much fun. Yeah, It's fun. Even, even if no one listens, I love just talking to my friends and catching up and hearing what they love. Because yeah. I feel like it, it increases relationships and just helps us. Like, I learned something new today. Like, that's, that's the goal. So I hope you did, too. Everyone, thanks again for listening. Spread the light and light the passion. Thanks, Jeff. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.